Brute Force Manufactured Consensus is Hiding the Crime of the Century. By Roko. People often parse information through an epistemic consensus filter. They do not ask, is this true? They ask, will others be okay with me thinking this is true? This makes them very malleable to brute force manufactured consensus. If every screen they look at says the same thing, they will adopt that position because their brain interprets it as everyone in the tribe believing it. Anon, for Chan, slightly edited. Ordinary people who haven't spent years of their lives thinking about rationality and epistemology don't form beliefs by impartially tallying up evidence like a Bayesian reasoner. Whilst there is a lot of variation, my impression is that the majority of humans we share this earth with use a completely different algorithm for vetting potential beliefs. They just believe some average of what everyone and everything around them believes, especially what they see on screens, newspapers, and, respectable, mainstream websites. This is a great algorithm from the point of view of the individual human. If the mainstream is wrong, well, nobody got fired for buying IBM, as they say. You won't be personally singled out for being wrong if everyone else is also wrong. If the mainstream is right, you're also right. Win-win. The problem with the copy other people's beliefs algorithm is that it is vulnerable to false information cascades. And when a small but powerful adversarial group controls the seed point for many people's beliefs, such as being able to control the scientific process to output chosen faucets, you can end up with an entire society believing an absurd faucet that happens to be very convenient for that small, powerful adversarial subgroup. Heading. Diffusing your concerns. This is not a theoretical concern. I believe that brute force manufactured consensus by the perpetrators is the cause of a lack of action to properly investigate and prosecute what I believe is the crime of the century. A group of scientists who I believe committed the equivalent of a modern holocaust, either deliberately or accidentally, are going to get away with it. For those who are not aware, the death toll of COVID-19 is estimated at between 19 million and 35 million. There's an image here in the text. COVID-19 likely came from a known lab, Wuhan Institute of Virology, was likely created by a known group of people, Peter Daszak and friends, acting against best practices and willing to lie about their safety standards to get the job done. In my opinion this amounts morally to a crime against humanity. And the evidence keeps piling up, just this January, a Freedom of Information request surfaced a grant proposal dated 2018 with Daszak's name on it called Project Diffuse with essentially a recipe for making COVID-19 at Wuhan Institute of Virology, including unique technical details like the furin cleavage site and the BSMBI enzyme. Note the date, the 27th of March, 2018. There's an image here in the text. Wait, there's more. Here, Peter Daszak tells other investigators that once they get funded by DARPA, they can do this work to make the novel coronavirus bond to the human ACE2 receptor in Wuhan, China. Wow. Remember, this is in 2018. Now, DARPA refused to fund this proposal, perhaps they thought that this kind of research was too dangerous. But this is hardly exculpatory. Daszak et al. had the plan to make COVID-19 in 2018, all they needed was funding, which they may simply have gotten from somewhere else. There's an image here in the text. So. Daszak and friends plan to create a novel coronavirus engineered to infect human cells with a furin cleavage site in Wuhan, starting in mid-2018. Then in late 2019, a novel coronavirus that spreads rapidly through humans, that has a furin cleavage site, appears in 
Wuhan, thousands of miles away from the bat caves in southern China where the closest natural variants live, and only a few miles from Wuhan Institute of Virology. And we're supposed to believe that this is a coincidence. For the love of bays? How many times do you have to rerun history for a naturally occurring virus to randomly appear outside the lab that's studying it at the exact time they are studying it? I think it's at least 1000 colon 1 against. From Twitter. There are greater than 800 known sub viruses. Only one SARS CoV 2 contains a furin cleavage site, as planned for insertion in Eco Health Diffuse proposal, less than 0.002. So not only is there a coincidence of timing and location, but also the virus has unique functional parts that occur in no other natural sub viruses. And they even got the WHO, World Health Organization, to allow them to investigate their own potential crime scene. There's an image here in the text. Heading. How are they getting away with this? It seems that when Daszak, Fauci and others in the pro-gain-of-function virology community realized that COVID-19 might be their own work escaping from the lab, they embarked upon a strategy of brute force manufactured consensus. They needed people to believe that COVID-19 didn't come from their lab, so they just started manufacturing that consensus. And it worked. Daszak and Fauci organized a letter in The Lancet which condemned any discussion of the possibility that COVID-19 might be a lab leak as a conspiracy theory. Daszak's name appears as one of the authors. That letter, and the aura of officialness granted to it by The Lancet guided the mainstream media to denounce lab origin theories as conspiracy theories and that in turn caused most social media sites to ban any content discussing that, and even permanently delete people's social media profiles in some cases. There's an image here in the text. By 2022, things had calmed down a bit and people started to question whether there was a conflict of interests whereby the authors of the Lancet letter, which claimed that COVID-19 lab leak theories were silly conspiracy theories might be part of an actual conspiracy to cover up the fact that COVID-19 had escaped from their lab. Yikes. But since then there have been further rounds of brute force manufactured consensus. For example a NYT article based on a paper by Warobi said that new evidence suggests that COVID-19 started in raccoon dogs in a wildlife meat market. There are two problems with this. One, it's still an unlikely coincidence that a natural spillover event would just happen to occur right on the doorstep on WIV and right at the point in time when the Daszak EcoHealth Group was working on making a humanized coronavirus. Second, these papers have various fatal flaws, such as drawing heat maps based on biased sampling. Essentially they went and looked for COVID-19 RNA around the raccoon dogs and they found it. But they didn't look as much elsewhere, obviously if you look more in one place, you'll find more in that place. But these downgrades to the credibility of the Warobi paper have not been widely reported on. My personal breaking point on this is that yesterday, the 2nd of February, 2024, the Global Catastrophic Risks Institute released a report which found that in a survey of 162 experts, about 80% of them thought that COVID-19 had a natural origin. However, about 80% of these experts said that they had not heard of the diffuse grant from 2018 that I just showed you above. You know, the one with Daszak's name on it, pictures of flappy bats and a step-by-step -step recipe for how to make COVID-19. There's an image here in the text. So it seems that brute force manufactured consensus works on most, but not all, experts, too. I mean, why wouldn't it? Some guy in 2024 working on his own little subfield of virology, 
or epidemiology has no particular reason to deviate from the New York Times orthodoxy, and this is probably why only 22% of the experts said they had heard of diffuse, but 33% said they had heard of Hanlen et al., 2022, which is a fake study that doesn't exist and was inserted to check whether respondents were paying attention. Now that public attention is off COVID-19, the people responsible for it are mounting a perpetual delay and denial operation. UNC Chapel Hill is in the process of hiding key documents which could contain further evidence about COVID-19's origins right now. Scientists like Joseph Asmundson seem to think that killing 20 million people with an engineered virus is something to joke about, and not take seriously, for example. There's an image here in the text. Small exchanges like this show the power of social consensus. If you can manufacture the right social consensus, control the key nodes in our social epistemologiplex, you can get away with just about anything and nobody will care, except a few very determined contrarians. But I will not go gentle into that good night. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for Less Wrong. It was first published on February 3, 2024. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.